If you'd like to support us so that we can do this full time, please check us out at mixmasterjam.breakoutstars.com, right? Yeah, or patreon.com slash takespod. Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Blurg. Today we're discussing Queso Presa, the 13th episode of 30 Rock Season 5. Avery's conniving colleague, Carmen Chow, threatens to reveal her pregnancy, forcing Liz to feign being with child herself as cover. The use of oil during her boudoir pregnancy photos, however, was a decision all her own. Jack contends with Cable Town, kindness, and connecting with subordinates, causing him to chokehold Kenneth. It happens. Meanwhile, a sweatshirt threatens a fledgling friendship between Jenna and Tracy, much as a singular mint once threatened Julie's and mine. Now, let's all don our wizard cloaks and head to the gay racetrack for a game of verbal traps. Vamos a zamboyernos! Let's let's dive in in Spanish. <laughs> what is this, horseville? Because I am surrounded by naysayers! We are lovers. Oh, that word bums me out, unless it's between the words meat and pizza. Live every week like a shock week. Ugh, these pregnancy photos are so tacky. They're like those knockoff bags you get in Chinatown. Really? I like my proud art bag. <gasps> Avery Jessup. Que sorpresa. Carmen, what are you doing here? Oh, I just love babies. Love their creepy little hands and the way they crawl fast like a rat monster. Question is, what are you doing here? Oh, she's here with me. I'm pregnant, and Avery is helping me decide what kind of baby megaphone to buy. Really? You're the pregnant one? Yeah. Some dude jacked me, and now his sperm is growing in my stomach. That's not how babies are made. No, we're going to go. You're tired. Oh, you'll find this interesting. I'm working on a story right now about single mothers in their 40s. That's a great idea. So you'll be in it. Why wouldn't you be? You just said it was a great idea, and you're pregnant, right? So by the law of rebel traps, you have to do it. Okay, Carmen, I'll be in your story. You can interview me at the new popcorn place on 11th Avenue. No, we'll do it at your office. Fine, I'll just go to the popcorn place alone, even though all their advertising suggests it is a place for groups of friends to have a good time. Have you guys ever seen Ordinary People? Mm-mm. No. Oh my God. I've seen, like, on Hulu, the little So it is out. one of the best movies ever about family dysfunction, and it's Timothy Hutton and... Um, not Jane Fonda. So it's not Mary the Mary Tyler Moore, okay. Donald Sutherland, and Judd Hirsch. And their brother, the son has died, Bucky, the good son, and only Timothy Hutton. <laughs> Bucky <left>. Barnes. Jesus. <laughs> and Mary Tyler Moore has shut down, the mother. She has no feelings. And Donald Sutherland's just trying to keep it together. And Timothy Hutton's in therapy with Judd Hirsch. You will never cry. Like, you will cry in his therapy sessions. <laughs> but she can't love her living son, right? And so the dad's like, What is going on with you? She's like, You can't just look at me and say, Love me. I just don't work like that. You're like, Well, you're a mom. I know. <laughs> oh my God. If you've not seen Ordinary People, Robert Redford directed it. It's amazing. It holds up really well. Really good for um, medication if you need some sleep. Like, <laughs> I just don't know if I'm an emotional place to handle that right now. I feel like it would destroy me. And not in the, like, the gay way that I like to be destroyed by the foreign gay content shows that to ruin your life. Smoking hot no, like- and damaged, which I thoroughly <laughs> <laughs> So what did you think of this episode since you haven't seen anything good like Ordinary People? Well, this episode was great. I, it's like... The same refrain, but I didn't expect it to be this good based on, like, what I remembered of this episode, but it's got all the trademarks. Liz being an absolute ridiculous monster, just going into a fucking spiral of insanity, and then you got a game guest car, 
or otherwise known as a guest star. <laughs> a game guest car. A game guest car. We're playing Mad, Mad Gab. Gab. <laughs> um, which is lovely. Always great to see Avery Jessup. And then you have Jack doing my favorite thing. And I feel like we share this, where he's saying something sort of infantile or childish in a very serious voice, where he's just like, no, you're the silly Willie, or you're the silly Simon, or something during this episode. So, And obviously Vanessa Lachey is there. Yeah, the game guest star. <laughs> I believe I, I mentioned her. Avery. You meant Avery. Well, she's a re- game g- recurring guest star. <laughs> it's just like, my Here words at meeting. In your... Oh, okay. <laughs> I was I ready was to go. You go. What'd you think? Great. Very little Jenna. What more can I ask for? Yeah. Um, Kenneth is hilarious. I cannot stand Ken Howard, who is the Cable Town guy. Ken Cooper. <laughs> he was on a show called The White Shadow. Is that where you call Succession? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, super funny. Oh my god, the Liz stuff is hilarious. The pregnancy boudoir photos are. <laughs> Gaia flows from within <laughs> me. <laughs> I remember this one. <laughs> so Emma doesn't watch the episodes. She just comes Sometimes. to our live teleplay every week. No, most of them she does. But like, you don't have to either because we really <laughs> will just recite it line by line, baby. We're not reciting it. We are teleplay. Reenacting it. <laughs> teleplay. Sorry, you already had the perfect word. I did. I just like, whatever. for whatever reason, I feel the need to find synonyms. Keeps my mind sharp. You did a lot of alliteration today, even for you. In I show. know, with the Carmen Chow. The <laughs> conniving co-worker Carmen Chow. And then the Cable Town kindness. Yeah, alliteration is there. like my calling card. Do you want me to do it again? Okay, <laughs> suppress us. Wait, it's... what's alliteration? Do you want me to show you? No, I brought it up and then you you explained it to me as if I didn't know I'm what I I'm explaining myself to the viewers. I'm explaining... There's no viewers, listeners. I'm explaining to Emmanuel the emu, essentially. <laughs> that is my design Emmanuel, audience. don't do it! Emmanuel, don't. <laughs> All right, right from the top. One more time, guys. Everyone, I need your attention. Gather up. I said everyone sketch on <laughs> 6,000. 6, <laughs> Mr. Hank Cooper, the owner of our partner company, Cable Town, is touring 30 Rock for the first time today. I will make a good first impression. So I need all of you to be on your most normal. Tracy, do not mention where you think dinosaurs come from. Do not mention the underwater city of Sabronicon. Got it. Jenna, get all of your crazy yelling out of your system. If you don't volumize my hair, I will choke you to death with your boyfriend's wig! And Please go to the back. Um... What's his name? Richard Esposito. Richard Esposito. Yeah, I do love how he's just there. Filler in his face, looking amazing. He's a real hairdresser. Yeah, I know. Let me tell you about alliteration. Like, Can you tell me about who Frank Esposito is? Frank, how's your armpit thing? (laughs) Not great. It's almost touching my thigh thing. Uh, That made me shiver. I recoiled inside of myself. I was like a dying star. Okay, let's do our best. Remember, everyone, just don't be yourselves. Uh, Lemon, meet me in my office in 10. I need to ask you something. Ah, uh, do you need sex advice? Here's a tip. Sometimes a lady likes to keep her blazer on. <laughs> but Liz isn't even wearing a blazer when she says that. Because she's, she's not having sex. Yeah. Her blazer is still for her sex play time. Meet lover's pizza. Later on when he's like, I can tell you ate dinner in front of the mirror last night. I was not thinking that it was like she was lonely. I don't, I don't know what I thought. She's, it's a new sex thing that she Maybe, learned like, from Jenna. Like I don't know. It's called parakeeting. <laughs> You just look at your reflection. So Kenneth comes in with Tracy and Jenna, and he's like, Sir, ma'am, this gift is for you. A gift bag to my favorite sketch stars, your new friend, Hank Hooper. That's nice. Actors deserve gifts. Without us, who would present awards to actors? Kenneth nods and leaves. Jenna pulls a computer out of the bag. 
So, which one of us is going to get this computer? Just kidding. We both are. There's two computers. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and if you want to hear about the latest... You shut me down so quickly. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I don't either. And it's making me vulnerable. (laughs) If you want to hear about the... Wait. If you want to hear about the forthcoming award show where actors give awards to actors, we talk about Emmys on our latest Takes All Over the Place podcast, our companion podcast. Please listen. It was a struggle for me to get that (laughs) sentence out. (laughs) Wow, I've always wanted one of these. The box would make a perfect coffin for my teddy bear. (laughs) There's two of everything. Look at us. When we met four years ago, we were fighting about the silliest things. Dressing rooms, airtime, you're coming in and ruining my show. You taking my nephew's virginity. I feel we finally found a balance in our relationship. She pulls a uh, sweatshirt out of the bag. There's only one. You take it. I don't care. I want you to selfishly take the best sweatshirt in the world. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Uh, Lemon, this is a little delicate, but I wonder if you might take Avery shopping for baby things. Oh, sure. No crib, small clothes, a tiny desk with a miniature pen set on it. (laughs) I don't know a lot about babies. But I know Avery would enjoy having another woman go with her. Sidebar. So, I'm super upset. There's a new show called Tiny Food Cook-Off, hosted by one Monica Padman. Who? uh, Dak Shepard's co-host. Oh, bad. an actress and an improv person. They're making tiny food. Hi. Love tiny Like the teeny tiny food, like the tiny Indian kitchen on Instagram or bigger? (laughs) Tiny. So like you're going to make a spaghetti and meatballs that's this big and you actually have to cook it. Oh my God. Do you follow that account? No, but I will. (laughs) So the first episode is Whitney Cummings and some former Nickelodeon star whose name I can't remember. Morgan? Freeman? Mm. Woman? Mm. Anyway, it's awful. (laughs) People are terrible. (laughs) It's not funny. I'm sorry. The comedians are supposed to cook the tiny food? So they get to mm. watch someone do it. Maybe it's that mm. Instagram. Then they have to recreate it. And they've been given all the stuff, like a tiny little knife and a tiny little saute pan. <laughs> and, it's, and I love, teeny tiny food makes me very happy. I, I know. love it. Damn. Anyway, please don't waste your time. It's on Hulu. It's on tiny <laughs> cooks, toilet. Tiny cooks kick off. <laughs> Fingers crossed for Monica. Maybe it gets better. You know. My apologies, listeners. <laughs> no, the sidebars are the best part. Of course, I'm just a little surprised. I assumed Avery would have a terrifying best friend she'd do stuff like that with. Avery does have a sister, but Eugenia is currently institutionalized for nerves. Lesbian. Lesbian. <laughs> and all of her work friends are out because she's still trying to keep her pregnancy a secret. Really? She's eight months. How is she possibly hiding it? Victoria Beckham only gained like 14 pounds during her pregnancy, and all of that was baby. That does not feel correct. The fact is correct. Please don't come for me. <laughs> Michael Kors is a friend. We own a gay racehorse together, and I convinced him to make wizard cloaks fashionable for ladies this winter. My fault for asking. <laughs> the pro- so here's the problem. The problem is that Avery is very close to being named the financial reporter for NBC Nightly News. If anyone finds out she's pregnant, she won't get the job. Oh, I see. That would never happen if men could get pregnant, which is the premise of my one-act play, The Seahorses of Warwickshire Abbey. <laughs> It's annoying how much I would watch that. (laughs) Avery just needs to keep her condition under wraps until her contract is signed. Unfortunately, her competition for the job is Carmen Chow from MSNBC. Oh, I know her. Hey, what ethnicity is she? No one knows. Flash to Carmen Chow. In international news, Mexican President Felipe Calderon is traveling this week to China to meet with Premier Wang Xiaobu and then stopping for a well-deserved vacation in the grill Jamaican Carmen finds out Avery's pregnant, she'll use it to destroy her. That's not racist. 
Wait. Yeah. <laughs> no, he said something about sneaky that they cut out. Oh. Anyway. Okay, Carmen's sneaky, and if she finds out Avery's pregnant, she'll use it to destroy her. That's not racist, because I don't know what she is. Well, Vanessa Marcel, a.k.a. Lachey, has a Filipino parent, and then the other one is Italian-Irish descent. Ooh. <laughs> you just have to fucking Google Liz and Jack. Pull yourselves together. Wait, what was her maiden name? Vanessa Marcel. Marcel? No. Marcel Marcel? I don't think that's right. Vanessa Manila. Manila. Yeah. That's Vanilla. what I said. <laughs> Vanessa Marcel is from General Hospital and The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> remember her in The Rock? I remember Nick The Cage's Rock. Oh. Wife? His lady. Oh, she's his hot. Girlfriend yeah. who's pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. Vanessa Manilo <laughs> is now Vanessa Lachey. Obviously, Nick Lachey. Man, we lead such complicated lives. Hey, you want to go to that new popcorn place for lunch? That's a real plot of this entire thing. Just Liz trying to get people to go to the popcorn place with like her. Like me with Tickle Pickle. Look how that turned out. <laughs> Find out why we're horrible people on our companion podcast, Takes All Over the Place. Julie roasts us. I'm going to the executive dining room to meet with Hank Hooper. I can't wait to shake his hand. You can tell a lot about someone by their handshake. He shakes Liz's hand. You are confident. And you ate dinner in front of a mirror last night. Carol's away a lot. Oh, oh my God. Is next episode that I will waste you? Yes. Hey. Double-edged sword. I think I've watched it like 14 times now. <laughs> and you know what? What's his name? Boohem Biller, whatever the guy's name is, who's who plays the flight attendant who was also the person who was in charge. In Whitehaven, yes. yeah. So he says Guardians of Legend of Gahool. Yeah. He's the one that says it like that. <laughs> and it should also, be always said. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I'm just saying it was not my own inflection to call it the Guardians of Gahool. No, he it's says genius, it that though. Gahool. I know, but I took it from him. Okay, what are you, Jack, admitting that it wasn't his idea? Exactly. Wow, you're so good. <laughs> Ahoy there, Jack. Hey, Cooper, nice to meet you. I'm a hugger. Yeah, Jack nope. goes in for the handshake. And doesn't count unless the hug last goes on for 10 seconds. Are you a hugger? No. Yeah, I don't think so. I just. <laughs> are you? In certain circumstances, I can well, like. Everybody is in certain circumstances. Oh, my God. <laughs> but you're either like a hugger or you're not. In certain circumstances, I'm a hugger. <laughs> and then if someone... Emma, are you a hugger? Yes. There. In certain circumstances, I'm a hugger, and I can submit to a hug, where you just sort of, like, go numb. It's like you're dying of exposure. <laughs> like dating Dennis Duffy. <laughs> Remember? When she, like, has the flame that goes out, because... It's just like some of us watch this show and care about our jobs, and if you had a business you cared about, maybe you know something about running a business, but you don't. Your line... Well, it's an honor, sir, to finally... I'm no sir, Jack. Call me Hank. Or, hey, idiot, like my wife does. <laughs> Kidding. She's an angel. That stick always bothers me. I'm goofy and approachable. Go to hell. Sup, Jack? What are you doing here? It's Frank. No, it's fine, Jack. Cable Town's a family company, and where I come... Am I Cher? Is he part of <laughs> Cable Town's a family company, and where I come from, families eat together. Like Olive Garden. When you're here, you're family. Mm. That's not in there. I just want to sponsor. Oh, center on a journey. <laughs> this is no longer the executive dining room. It's the employee dining room. It's Welcome, the everyone every dining room. It's no longer the. <laughs> it's no longer the executive dining room. It's the everyone dining room. I'm not a. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you can't see it, but Nick is doing Trixie and Katya hands. I've gotten way gay for Hank Cooper. H H, as I call him. This is where we used to hold This is where we used to hold retirement parties. The balcony below is probably still littered with stripper bones. I didn't say that nicely at all. I don't think you can though. Now are there now there are people here wearing sandals. 
How are you supposed to say stripper bones nicely? I just stripper didn't, bones! I just didn't Woo! say it. I, it just didn't have the inflection of a human person. Wave, like a human. Well, you're sketched on 6,000 for Halloween and in life. <sighs> Sorry, I scrolled up to find sketched on 6,000. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost my way. Um, yeah, isn't that nice? Listen, can I tell you how happy I am to work? Can I tell you how happy I am with the work you've done for us so far? It's been outstanding. Thank you. And believe me, I'm not done. I'm working on something new right now that I think... Room for a single? What? <laughs> sure. He's eating lobster, which I do not care for. What are your thoughts on shellfish? Let's <laughs> dive deep. I told you, first of all, I don't eat animals, period. But when I did work in a fish restaurant and people were like, how's the lobster? I'm like, well... If you want to do an autopsy to eat your dinner, you go for it. So they'd be like, can I pick out my own? I'm like, you sure can. <laughs> Come this way, Billy. <laughs> it's murder on the Orient Express. Wait, I think that's the next episode. Literally performing an autopsy to eat dinner. It's a nightmare. Plus, it doesn't taste great. It's just an excuse to eat a cup of butter. Which, like, I can do on my own time. <laughs> so you want to do shots? Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Do you know who came up with the idea for the DVR? It was a guy who drives me home every night. The original name for the DVR was the thing Carlos thought of. Since then, I make sure that once a month, anyone who works here can pitch any idea they want to upper management. Anyone? A couple Lex, people say, mm. Lex, Lex is <laughs> sucking on the lobster. I see. So I want you to hear ideas all day tomorrow and then report back to me. I'll be the guy wearing the Bugs Bunny tie. <laughs> I do expect him to laugh like Goofy. Oh, what's this green stuff? Whip it off. Whip it off. Lutz is the worst. Lutz is the worst. And it's the worst that that's the most natural accent to me because it's so <laughs> close to where I am as a normal human person. No, I can't do it. So now we're shopping with Avery and Liz. Avery's like, Ugh, these pregnancy photos are so tacky. They're like those knockoff bags you get in Chinatown. Really? I like my Prador bag. The entire thing falls apart. <laughs> Which just sends me back to Broad City with that episode where... You haven't watched Broad City? I tried. That's fine. Uh, there's an episode in Broad City where they're in this like sewer to where Alana <laughs> and her mom are trying to buy knockoff handbags. She gets a call that, um, what's the other one's name? Alana and... Alana Glazer and Abby. Abby, yeah. So Alana gets a call that Abby has just pegged some dude and she's like, hold please, <laughs> and then jumps up on the wall and starts like twerking her ass in front of her mom and it's just like the most fulfilled I've ever been watching any sort of content. <laughs> Avery Jessup, queso presa. Carmen, what are you doing here? Oh, I just love babies. <laughs> I love their creepy little hands and the way they crawl fast like a little rat monster. Question is, what are you doing here? I will say that Lachey killed that line. Like a creepy little rat monster. Ah, so fucking funny. Oh, she's here with me. I'm pregnant and Avery is helping me decide what kind of baby, baby megaphone to buy. Picks up a breast bump and is like, do do do. Really? You're the pregnant one? Yeah, some dude jacked me, and now his <laughs> sperm is growing in my stomach. Well, we're going to go. You're tired. Oh, you'll find this interesting. I'm working on a story right now on single mothers in their 40s. That's a great idea. So you'll be in it. Why wouldn't you be? You just said it was a great idea, and you're pregnant, right? So by the, so by the law of verbal traps, you have to do it. Okay, Carmen. I'll be in your story. You can interview me at the new popcorn place on 11th Avenue. <laughs> no, we'll do it at your office. Uh, Fine, I'll just please. get popcorn place alone. <laughs> Even though all their advertising suggests a place for groups of friends to have a good time. This has my top two lines of the entire episode, didn't it? Crawl fast like a rat monster. And even though their advertising suggests it to groups of friends. Amazing. 
So Jenna is gazing upon herself and the Cable Town sweatshirt. Hello, good sweatshirt to you. How are you sweatshirting the sweatshirt? Is everything all right, Tracy? I want that sweatshirt! <laughs> no, you can't take this away from me like you took away my show and my grandmother's jewelry chest. Was I supposed to throw up in something of mine? You gave this to me. And I can take it back. I'm the star here, and if there's only one sweatshirt, the star should have it. Look how great it is. Let me just hold it for one second. Well, okay, but just one second. She feigns taking it off, throws it back on. You'll never get her! Stop! Sweatshirt! It's a boy! Stop! <laughs> Sweatshirty is a boy! So, I don't know where we are. Where we are. <laughs> where we is. We are at 30 Rock. Amazing. Miss Lemon, Carmen Chow called about an interview. Is she doing an expose on how feminism has led to happiness to a happiness crisis among educated women? No, Kenneth, it's nothing. I'm going to call Jack and make it go away. Check this out. It's Frank. You can tell by his hat, but you can't see it right now. I was up in the everybody dining room sharing a table with B-dubs here, Brian Williams. And guess what he told me? Okay, gossip alert. According to my colleague, Carmen Chow, our friend Liz Lemon is pregnant. <gasps> so whenever there are these cameos, usually I'm just like, oh, fuck, that's so sweet of them. When Brian Williams was here, I just feel sad for him and myself. I know, and I get in a fight with my mother about it all the time. She's like, he told one lie. I'm like, he lied about being in a war. <laughs> Which war? He was said he was in a helicopter in Afghanistan. I know. Whenever you say helicopter, it just triggers the CLC K-pop song. I go up. Helicopter. Anyway, he basically said he was in the line of fire, and it was a lie. He was never in the helicopter. He was never there at all. He just made it up to make himself sound cool. Oh, Brian. <laughs> Dude, is that true? Are you pregnant? <laughs> Jack swarms in like Jenna when she just Isn't appears. it wonderful news? <laughs> Lemon told me this morning she got jacked big time. <laughs> Lemon, a word? That does hit. <laughs> well, that's what she said to Avery. I know. It hits when you say it, though. It just makes me happy. What the hell is going on? Thank you for covering Fravery last night, but now you're a part of this, and Carmen Chow is relentless, like a bloodhound, perhaps literally. We still don't know her genetic background. Did you see that story about someone took a swab of their dog and sent it to one of those, like, 23andMe places, and it came back with, like, a fake, like, European <laughs> and, like, all this other ancestry that would not exist for that dog because it was dog-specific? No, but this woman has been following me on every podcast I've listened to. She, her dad, her mother was a lesbian and used a sperm donor and promised he would never do anything else. And so far, they found 40 siblings and she was accidentally dating her half-brother. Oh, God. Thanks. Right. <laughs> and then Scott Galloway, who's one of the co-hosts of Pivot, which I love. About yeah. Tech, I don't know why. He made his tuition at USC donating constantly because he was tall and Jewish and that's what everybody was looking for. He could have hundreds of children. Yeah. And probably does, Yeah. I feel like that's a thing. Was it like in the 70s? Yes. Yeah. I feel like no. a lot of men were promised, just give us all your sperm. You'll never have to deal with it. And nowadays there's technology well, and people are finding. So Kara Swisher <laughs> is the other host of Pivot and she is a lesbian who did that. Mm -hmm. And her children. Who else is a lesbian? <laughs> the lady from Emmanuel. Don't do it. <laughs> um, I was like, uh, anyway. So her sons went on 23andMe and have been found by other family members. Mm-hmm. Like, the gig is up. But they said it's still not well-regulated. Yeah. How many kids do you think you should be able to get from one, from one donor? I, Two? I, one? I, oh, that's, that's that terrible doctor who did it all himself. There's, like, 150 oh, kids. Oh, yeah. All of his, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so glad. I know, he's, that's in, he's in jail, right? He got... Yeah, yeah. or dead. He was in jail and, and dead, I think. Good. He was, un, he was unalived in jail. <laughs> <laughs> We're really tangenting it up today. I apologize. No, I fucking Came straight that. from class and high as a kite. <laughs> <laughs> Drugged up. I'm still Bennied. <laughs> Benadryled. 
Yeah. Not benzoed. <laughs> Yeah, I'd say benzoed if I was benzoed. Oh, God. I hope everybody knows that Benny's giving me Benadryl. They do when I say it. Carmen, what are you doing here? Well, you didn't call back to schedule our interview, so I thought I'd just ambush you with some pregnancy questions. I hope you're not unprepared. Of course not. When do you do? April 20th, Hitler's birthday. What's your pediatrician's name? Dr. Rufus T. Barley Sheath. Where was the baby conceived? In my vagina. What names are you considering? Rufus T. Barley Sheath. How are you feeling? Oh, a little achy and nauseous, but I'm hanging in there. Are you pregnant? No way that I'm not. Owen, screw. I don't know why you're doing this for Jessup. She's a blonde. Don't you know there's a war going on? Or you're doing it for her old man husband. He's your boss. First of all, Jack means nothing to me. Shoot him in the throat and let the dogs eat him. I don't care. What? What's wrong with you? Almost everything. But let's get back to the interview. We're done with that portion. I thought it would be a fun visual if we got some B-roll of you taking sexy pregnancy photos where you bare your stomach like the pregnant bitch that you are. What do you say? Let's take some pictures. So what? Now people think I'm pregnant? Do I have to do this mom news story? There is no story. Carmen isn't getting anywhere with Avery, so she's calling your bluff. Well, it is called. I'm telling everyone there's no way I could be pregnant because I've had my period for the last 61 days. Nick, how long <laughs> do you think the period lasts? Uh, period lasts for like a week, <laughs> I would surmise, based on empirical data from living with a sister. How long does it? I know it can fluctuate based on like if you've got some sort of issue with hormones, okay, polycystic ovarian <laughs> syndrome. I've heard of that. PCOS. Yeah, come through <laughs> and like get out because it can be very destructive. <laughs> Did that answer your question? He's like rolling up his sleeves and scratching his stomach. It's just it's a lot. For Do you want to ask me about periods again? Sensory overload. <laughs> I was so afraid that Emma was going to get TSS. Terrified. Shock syndrome. Yeah. Well, it does say it right on the box. <laughs> yeah. And before cell phones, all you would read in there was the closest box. It was always the tampons. <laughs> tampons? The tampons. Were they next to the coupons? <laughs> the cuppins. Uh, lemon, please. Avery's career has never been more important because I just don't know what's happening with mine. What? Why? Oh, the everyone dining room, open office hours, memos with emoticons in them. If this is how Cable Town does business, I don't know if I have a future here. I'm Jack Donaghy. Don Geist gave me this watch for firing a man on his deathbed. So, Ray, you might leave? That's exactly how she said it. Don't come for me. I don't know if I can survive here, so I need you to fake being pregnant to help my family. I'm asking you as a friend. How come when I try to get you to go to a murder mystery party with me, it's all, we're business colleagues, Lemon. <laughs> Ugh, I don't know why I ever chose you as a friend. Let's just be clear about this. I chose you. I heard the blessed news, Liz. May I kiss your stomach? He it's doesn't anyway. Absolutely not. Hello, beautiful. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Wutsy. Sorry. Hello, beautiful. It's Uncle Wutsy. Something like Ian right now, by the way. Oh, hey, Jack. You and I have a pitch meeting later. <laughs> You're a baby. Yes, you are. Yes, you're a baby. The only thing grosser than Lutz is you doing Lutz. I know. Well, it's also because I'm like, I've got a mint stuck in my cheek, so it's affecting my leverage, so I have to go real. <laughs> stuck. Yes. Traps. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're getting the pitches. Frank says, Yeah, crowdy kicks. So that's basically the show. And my sidekick is a hot black chick who can read minds. We need a button that switches from pornography to basketball immediately. <laughs> it's Pete, and he's pacing around like a fiend. Hey, Max. 
Oh, it is. Well, you haven't fast enough. My kids are starting to ask questions that I can't answer. Dot com's in a meeting. Dot com in the meeting with Jack. This will just be a minute to Grizz. Did you check the light bulb? <laughs> Trying to get the fucking uh, projector, projector to work. Grizz is like, please do not use that tone. So much of television is really not fit for children or Christians or the elderly, he points to himself. So what if there was a black bar on the lower half of your screen? Why I gotta be black? What? <laughs> so what if there was a black bar on the lower half of your TV screen that kept you from seeing bad things like nudity or soccer? Well, how do you know all that stuff's gonna be in the lower half of the screen? This doesn't even make sense. Well, it's sort of like what they did on Ed McMahon when Elvis performed. They yeah. cropped him so you couldn't see his like. I hips. know, but how do you know he wasn't doing this? Because like, it was the 50s. <laughs> Things anyway, were different back speaking then. Speaking of lesbians, I did the V symbol with the tongue. <laughs> I know, and I've never been more aroused. <laughs> Jack says, congratulations, worse so far. I feel like you've used that to me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Liz, I never get anything. All I want is one sweatshirt. Don't listen to her. She's not me. What is going on? The story begins when dolphins rule the earth. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, lay off Liz, okay? You know, she's pregnant. Really? (laughs) Yeah, super pregnant. Congratulations. I'm not interested in Godfather duties. (laughs) Now's not the time to discuss this, but I will need to eat your umbilical cord. I'm sorry I'm s- we were stressing you out. We shouldn't do that. It could turn your child into Dracula. I'm sorry. You're so gross. You know what? Give me the sweatshirt. She throws it in the garbage can. Problem solved. Now no one gets it. Pregnant. Pregnant. Now get out of here and hold hands like best friends on the way out. And they do. They're swinging back and forth. She's like, wow, this is like magic. People are nice to pregnant ladies. I'm going to run downstairs. You want anything? Remember, you're eating for two. Well, I guess two <laughs> egg sandwiches times two. Is four. Hey. <laughs> and Baymax looks not happy. Baymax is displeased, yeah. Um, so good old HH is talking to Jack now. Good morning. So how did co-worker pitch day go, Jack? Well, employee pitch day was, of course, a new experience for me. Oh, speaking of new experiences, I ate at an Indian restaurant last night. I had none. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I, I mean, Hank, I appreciate you have your way of doing things, but so do I. I'm a Six Sigma black belt. Ultra, with the groin branding to prove it. Ooh, uh, spicy. <laughs> What's Six Sigma? Rock band? I have told you that I know real Six Sigmas, and they are assholes. They all are. <laughs> Anyone who leads with, like, so my strength finders are, and I'm like, ugh. But I guess I do that with Enneagram. So, <laughs> who's the real douche? Always me. I'd like to start this meeting by sharing one of my own ideas. And after you hear it, maybe we can agree that employee pitch day it's time that could be better spent drinking and uh, looking out the window. I like how you said it with a Hank Cooper I did. accent and then correct it. It was amazing. Thanks for pointing that out. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, Jack, you're putting it on the line. What have you got? Hank, what's the one part of television experience that's not perfect? To me, it's the remote control. Too easy to lose, right? Yes, I lose my remote all the time. Grrr, couch cushions. <laughs> what if you didn't need a remote control because your remote control was your own voice? Television on. The TV turns on. Channel NBC. Changes to NBC. So now we're on SVU. <gasps> it's amazing. Ice-T, a.k.a. Detective Tutuola, crew out of the Bronx called the Ace Deuces. Amazing. I give you voice activation. Word from my CIs. He's got off by... TV turns off. That shouldn't happen. TV on. Uh, voice activation. Voice act. The only lead we have is some mute kid. TV mutes. Unmute. <laughs> My friends at the DA say these guys have a high volume of cocaine coming ah, in from the docks. No volume, no volume. 
First, I'm going to go home and delete everything that's on my DVR. Deleting all. Oh, come on. <laughs> now, why would you do that? Aren't you six episodes behind on Top Chef? TV mute, TV mute. <laughs> Jack, it doesn't seem to work. You got any other notions or should we jump back to employee ideas? No, 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 no. I have another idea. What if, uh, what, what if you had a black bar at the bottom of the screen that prevented you from seeing anything dirty? I like that. I like that a lot. It allowed parents to eliminate racy content, like soccer, or a woman stuffing a turkey. <laughs> My bad. That's a real family company kind of idea, Jack, and we could sell ads in the black bar and key our revenue stream. You could call it a uh, blah bar. A-plus work, Jack. They start hugging. I don't need to hear of anything else if that's the kind of ideas you're bringing. Nine, ten. They stop hugging. You'll go far, son. Yeah! Jack says, crap! And the TV switches to keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> Appropriate. Amazing. Kenneth, we need to talk. Earlier today, I told Hank Hooper about your black bar concept, and he loved it. However, I presented it as my own idea. Wonderful. Next topic. What? No. This is an opportunity for you. You have me over a barrel. What are you going to do? Not what my uncle does when he gets a hitchhike over a barrel. I'll tell you that. Does he fuck him? <laughs> this is business, Kenneth. All bosses steal from their employees. But in return, the employee gets something. You didn't steal anything from me, sir. Last time I checked, best friends can't steal from each other. Now stop being a silly Simon. This isn't how this works. You're the one being a silly Simon. Slays. As far as, like, line recitation, my favorite. For the entire episode. Slays me. Thank you. Carmen, what are you doing here? Well, you didn't call back to schedule our interview, so I thought I'd just ambush you with some pregnancy questions. I hope you're not unprepared. Of course not. When do you do? April 20th, Hitler's birthday. What's your pediatrician's name? Dr. Rufus T. Barleysheath. Where was the baby conceived? In my vagina. What names are you considering? Rufus T. Barleysheath. <laughs> How are you feeling? Oh, a little achy and nauseous, but I'm hanging in there. Are you pregnant? No. Way that I'm not. Oh, and screw. It's the cameraman. He leaves. I don't know why you're doing this for Jessup. She's a blonde. Don't you know there's a war going on? Or are you doing it for her old man husband? He's your boss. First of all, Jack means nothing to me. Shoot him in the throat <laughs> and let the dogs eat him. I don't care. <laughs> what? What is wrong with you? Almost everything. <laughs> but let's get back to the interview. We're done with that portion. I thought it'd be a fun visual if we got some B-roll of you taking sexy pregnancy photos where you bare your stomach like the pregnant bitch that you are. What do you say? Let's take some photos. <laughs> so Jack is meeting with all the Cable Town executives, and he's like, an innovation that is both family and bottom line friendly. <laughs> I swear that is family and bottom friendly. <laughs> It's both family and bottom line friendly. Gentlemen, I give you blah, blah. So there's a female model on the TV with Kenneth's popcorn palace on the bottom half. You're really sexing me right now. It's filthy. They all clap. Jack, 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 Jack. One time I saw a turtle. <laughs> so we're in an elevator and unprompted. <laughs> Kenneth just starts going off. Who the hell do you think you are? Stops the elevator. This is not the way the world works, Kenneth. Bosses steal and employees use it for leverage. So you want money? A promotion? can get you into a restaurant where you watch a child play with a bunny, then you eat that bunny. Isn't that just Easter? <laughs> and I don't want anything, sir. I'm just happy to spend all day here helping my work family. Family. I now work for a man who thinks like you. Does he also solve mazes by starting from the end? <laughs> I need this, Kenneth. I used you. Now leverage it. Blackmail me. Demand to sleep with Avery. Hit me. Hit me in the face. No, sir. Best friends don't. I am ordering you to strike me. There will be no retaliation. But if you refuse... But if you refuse, you're fired. No, I don't even know how. Do it. Hit me now. 
Kenneth swings to hit him. Jack ducks, puts Kenneth in a chokehold, and releases the life from his eyes. Very quickly. Oh, damn. No, it was super quick. It was like a second. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, damn, my Krav Maga training and lightning reflexes. Release me, you hillbilly Cersei. That's another great line. There's so many good lines. <laughs> Should I call it every single one? Really this is fun. This is a fun time. Sure. This is a really Anytime. great time I'm having. Well written. So now we're you at can the... be Liz. <laughs> okay. So now we're at the photo shoot where Liz... I, is... I almost ruined it earlier. <laughs> where Liz is just in a bra and jeans. Like a white training bra. Yeah. <laughs> like a teenage girl's bra. <laughs> And they're set up for the sort of boudoir maternity photos. And Liz goes off, embraces the moment. Ah, it's amazing. It feels very much where she's just like, hey, do you like that Jack impression doing the Six Sigma thing? Well, here's some Sling Blade. I am life, revel in the glory of motherhood. Gaia throws through me. Rufus T. Barley's sheath is kicking. I know you're not <laughs> pregnant. Why don't you just admit it? Never. She's grabbing oil. Oh, and run. Look how my belly glistens. <laughs> What's going on, Jack? I was just about to hop on my bus back to Philadelphia. I don't fly, but I got my own bus with a pool table in it. We'll drive to Branson together sometime. Take you to a Yakov Smirnoff show. Doesn't Russia sound like a crazy place? He is Kenneth. Hank up is Kenneth. Yakov Smirnoff is. No. He was a terrible comedian um, in the 90s, maybe. <laughs> I am Yakov Smirnoff. I am from Russia. Gross. And he was, but he was like a caricature of himself. He was terrible. But he does... Was one of the first people down in Branson to like have his own theater. Who's what's Branson, Missouri? Yeah. Oh my god. It's a place. So there's like the Las Vegas Strip. Yeah. Dollywood, and then Branson, Missouri, where it's all like like the Crystal Gale Theater, and uh, who was the guy with the puppet? That was Branson, wasn't it? I don't know. When they're looking for new cast members, when they're getting rid of Josh. Oh okay. Oh go gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Meet. The puppet. The puppet guy. Yeah, so it's like a small town in Missouri that has become like country bars and like you go and see shows there. It's like a low-rent Dollywood. Oh, bad. <laughs> we should go to Dollywood. Field trip? <laughs> what are you doing right now? <laughs> yes, sir, but uh, before you go, I want you to meet someone. This is Kenneth Barcel, one of our pages. Well, I, I didn't notice you there, son. You, you do not have a lot of charisma. <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth is the one who came up with the blob bar idea, not me. I'm sorry I misled you. Oh, well, Jack, I have to say I'm surprised. Here's my letter of resignation. It's probably for the best, since this obviously is not a good fit. If you call security to escort me out, you should know. I have several, I have several pistols hidden on me. <laughs> Hold on, Jack. No one's quitting. I'm impressed you told me that. You have a reputation, Jack, as a shark. Cable Town, we're not sharks. We're more like whatever the friendliest fish is. <laughs> I'm not a science guy. Get Kaylee. <laughs> Get Kaylee Hooper. <laughs> the point is, I wasn't sure you were going to fit in. But you doing something like this tells me we're going to be just fine. Very well. Good. And Jack should give you something for that idea, son. Finally. Thank you. Quid pro quo. But I don't want anything. No. How about a hug? <gasps> and it's, it says a look of pure joy sweeps over him. And Jack's like, you've got to be kidding me. Big hug. Sir, it doesn't count as a hug unless it goes on for 10 seconds. You got that right, son. One Mississippi. That's some good hugging. <laughs> Avery's on TV. As excited as I am to be joining the team on Nightly News, I will miss my dear friends here on Basic Cable. But Carmen, you have an exciting new assignment, right? So Avery in the throes of victory is revealing her pregnancy. Kate be damned while Carmen Chow, yes. 
I will be covering hurricanes. Jack turns off the TV. Thank you, Lemon. I owe you. But not with VOAP. I guess they're still working on that. If you want to make it up for me, if you want to make it up to me, I have my eye on a toilet pillow from a certain medical <laughs> supply store. Uh, Avery and I want the baby's middle name to be Elizabeth after you. Oh, Jack. That's so gay balls. <laughs> not a phrase I've ever heard before or since. Uh, Jenna comes in. Hey, Liz. Can we get you anything? Do you need some liniment rubbed on your peri- Do you need some liniment rubbed on your peritoneum? No, guys. I'm not really pregnant. I was just pretending to help Jack. Why would you pretend to help Jack? Help him for real takes the same amount of time. No, Tracy. She lied to us. And she ordered us around like we were a couple of normals. You will be punished. Can I have my nunchucks back? (laughs) Or we can call it even. She hands Jenna a file folder with all the pregnancy photos. Good God. (laughs) I've been punished. They're yours to keep. Ah, And then there's a photo of Liz with her breast covered by a black man's hand. What? Who's that? Who's that black guy? (laughs) A bicycle messenger. You took your pants off? All right, now we got the coda where we've got even more pitches. So we got Lutz saying, what if there was a channel that was just the sounds of people having a party so you could put it on when you call your parents? (laughs) Got punch. Subas is sitting there putting his feet up on the coffee table. You know what my TV is? A sunset. Liz is like, how about a button you push on your remote where you can buy anything you see on TV? Like if you're watching Sex in the City and you just have to have Mr. Big Spaghetti. (laughs) What if we executed someone on live TV? She points to Richard. Shut up, <laughs> And B Dubs is back. And then I pull off my mask, and I'm a lizard person too. Blackout. End of episode. Start of QAnon. Hey. <laughs> fun episode. Yeah. A lot one. of great Super lines. Fun. Wait, was there good writing? There was some good writing. I believe I pointed <laughs> out every single line that ever was, was uttered. There was not as much as I would have liked, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dock any points for that, I don't think. I'm just gonna sit here all gay balls. <laughs> Seriously, turning into Trixie and Katya today. And a little Alexis Rose. Got my Alexis Rose. Oh, Alexis Rose. And Trixie and Katya meet Alexis Rose, meet a little hamster. Mm. Have you seen that chinchilla just picks up things up with a tan? Oh my God, I love him. He puts a little top hat on. Yeah. Spending a lot of time on Instagram, all of us, obviously. Yes, obviously. Between the emu and the chinchilla, (laughs) any injured dog that's now saved, two-legged dogs, not the two you think. (laughs) I saw him today, and I was like, this is what I'm always talking about. He has his front right leg and his back right leg. Oh, no. He's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Just hopping. He runs real good. Do they call him Hank Hopper? (laughs) How many gemstones (laughs) this episode? Ready? Let's do it. Three, two, one. 92. 93. 97. Oh, I know. I know. It was so good. A little rat monster. Somebody went over. (laughs) Absolutely not. This is not Price is Right. This is Nick is Right. 97 (laughs) is the perfect score, and I will tell you why. Fucking crawling like a little rat monster. Amazing. Julie is feigning falling asleep or actually falling asleep. Who knows? (laughs) Listeners, am I that boring? Jack saying, no, you're the silly Simon. All of it. Fucking flawless. Jack silly Simon again. Silly Simon. Psilocybin. <laughs> so next week, double-edged sword. Is it, though? Yes. Are we for sure? Because we've been saying that for like 18 years. I have not been saying that I've once. been saying it. <laughs> you have just been watching the wrong episode. That's true. <laughs> it's like, hey, guys, I'm ready for this episode. No, not this ready. one. Carol will be there for his final Matt Damon episode. No. <laughs> we got Gahul. I will waste you. You're going to have to go through this old bastard first. <laughs> Do not listen to the Shrieking Harpy. Shrieking Harpy is such a great 
expression. Oh my god. Well, and I love when they're arguing too, and we're just like, maybe if you relented, maybe if you relented, and the Matt Damon's like, here's why I fucking hate you. Yeah, like, what if this is one of those times when you should both apologize and the count of three, and they both go one, two, three, never. never! <laughs> it's us. This is so good. It is the best. Then he's like. Um, you know, just just step back and relax. We'll be together another thirty minutes. Here we yeah. <laughs> Thank you for flying your I bike. I'm not an air marshal. I'm not. I'm just a passenger. I'm not an air marshal with a gun. I'm just a regular. Who did shit? And then suddenly he's just expiring <laughs> in his own filth with a fucking badge. And then Carol steals his gun. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other story is Avery and Jack trying to get out of Canada so that they don't have a baby that's born in Canada. Oh. But the guy who runs the uh, mobile meth lab. Is somebody I really like. Isn't it John Chow? It is John Chow. Thank you. I couldn't think of his name. He's great. He's amazing. Yeah. So, I <laughs> hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Well, I hope you enjoyed it as much as Nick. 97. I mean, let's get <laughs> real. It's no double edge. Let's get it started. Uh, yeah. Let's get it started <laughs> in <laughs> here. <laughs> well, thank you all for listening. I hope you laughed and laughed and get to watch the show again and again like we do. Um, if you'd like to support us with some shekels, we have a Patreon called um, hibbity-jibbity-flip-flops. Mm-hmm. Or patreon.com slash takespod. Yes, we have <laughs> bonus episodes. It was going to be a fun one this month. We're pretty <laughs> excited about it. Consensus. <laughs> no. The whole text chain was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Hope you have a great week. If you do want to find out what we think about other things, you can check us out on um, takespod. Takes all over the place. Or check us out on Instagram at takespot.com. And if you do support us with shekels and again, I start doing a level where you become our accountability buddies and become taken with us, we get to shout you out. Who these people, Nick? I will shout you out presently. <laughs> Thank you so much to James, Audrey, Abigail, Cassandra, Alicia, Pam, Bernie, and Anne. We so appreciate you. Thank you. Hope you guys have a great week. Talk to you later. You didn't just grab my shimmy. I was shimming as I was doing it. So pale. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) Blurg is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter. Julie Sunderland. And Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter. And Frank. (laughs) The awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. (laughs) We love you, Frank.